Hey, my Katie Bugs. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be here as a part of this podcast, listening on the other side of the microphone and giving me a few minutes of your time. I am so excited that you're here. As the seasons change and we cruise right into fall, and you know how I hate that. I like to cling on to summer with every ounce of my being. But as we change into fall, things slow down a little bit or they speed up depending on how many kids you have in activities. But today's session, I want to be giving you some tips on how to have those great fall family photos. How's that for some onomatopoeia? Onomatopoeia. However you say it. Onomatopoeia. I'm going to give you some tips on that. And as we're slowing down, I want to encourage you, if you have not taken a Bible study lately, maybe you're feeling that you need a little bit of time in the Word or some structure so that you'd like to get your day started with some encouragement, I want to encourage you to go check out our Bible studies. There's five days to faith. If you're brand new to it and you're kind of not sure what I'm talking about, you want to make sure that you know that you're on a good road in your path to faith so that you can share that with your littles. I would love for you to check out five days to faith. And then if you have done a study or two and you're an entrepreneur or you're a busy mom and you want to just get more things done to check out Busy Women Get It Done, a look at Proverbs 31, where we're just breaking down that precious book in the Bible, Proverbs 31, where the Lord gives us a glimpse into a godly woman. So there is that. All right, so we're going to talk about what to wear, how to do it, where to take pictures, how to get your photographer, all the things that are important to take some great fall photos. So you might want to grab a pen and a pad or your notepad on your phone because we're going to talk about a lot of things in a short amount of time. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I wanna help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. When you look at fall photos or fall family photos, now is a great time to be thinking forward. Backwards plan, what is your big family photo event going to be? Do you want to have everybody dressed in Christmas colors, say October 1st, October 15th, November 1st, so that you can get those photos back to turn them into some stellar photo cards? Do you want to make a book for your in-laws or for your parents and you need a grouping of pictures and you've been saving them all year long? Do you just want a great canvas for your wall? Whatever that event is or what that looks like in your mind, I want you to backwards plan. And maybe by listening to this podcast, you're going, great day in the morning. I hadn't even thought about fall pictures because who the heck does that anyway? Oh, great. That's one more stressor to add to my life. Well, keep listening because it shouldn't be stressful after this podcast. So I have moms come into the boutique all of the time. And the question they ask is, oh my gosh, I need to coordinate four or five kids, two kids. What should we wear? What do you think about this? Here's my outfit. And they're stuck right there on their outfit and they want to coordinate everybody around it. Well, that's actually not a bad idea. When you have 
two or three kids or two or three people in the photo. As a photographer, I'm going to tell you that that is a great plan to start with. If you've got a small group, less than say three people, pick one color, a main color, and then you're going to coordinate and use neutrals in there with that. Your background, thank you Lord for the incredible colors of fall. If you live in a place that has fall foliage and fall colors, that's already going to, you're going to have greens and reds and golds and oranges. That's going to be built into the landscape. Okay. So we want to coordinate with that and we want to complement with that. We don't want to compete with that. Your colors then should go with that palette and it should coordinate. What do I mean by that? You've got yellows and oranges in your background. You're going to maybe put yellows, navies, grays, creams. You're going to wear those colors. So you're all going together. It's all fitting. Now, if you have a group of three or more, you know what a headache it is to try to match everybody, or you're trying to get the whole entire family together. In that case, I would suggest you pick two colors and then add in all the neutrals. Say, okay, you can wear this or this, but then also add this, this, and this. What I mean with that would be your neutrals that you're going to fill in with, so things that people may already have in their wardrobe, that's going to be cream. It's going to be tan. It's going to be navy. Yep, navy's a neutral. It's going to be gray. It's going to be brown. It's going to be those, those earth tones that go with other colors. A grouping would be like I just said, maybe yellow, navy, gray, cream. Or let's say you want to go with the greens. Greens are great. You can go from emerald, which is going to be a really bright pop, sage to olives. Green. So greens, there's a wide variety of, and then you could add navy, tan, and cream to that. Or maroon and gold, tan, and navy. With some of these combinations, you have to be careful that you're not going to look a sports team's biggest fan. So that's the what to wear and how to maybe start thinking about how to coordinate those outfits. And I really do want to encourage you if, however it is that you're shopping online in boutique, and I heavily want to encourage you to shop boutiques because that keeps those doors open and is a blessing to those shop owners. But regardless of where you shop, try not to do it the day before. You're going to have a better selection. You're going to feel better about what you're choosing and you're not going to be so stressed. So that's the what to wear section. So you figured out that you do definitely want to have your family pictures taken. You've figured out your outfits and you are ready to go. So the next question that you need to consider, so are you the photographer or are you hiring a photographer? The most important thing I can encourage you to do with your photographer, of course, is making sure their photos fit your budget. And then what are your expectations? Look at their portfolios, see how they shoot. Do they match what you're hoping to do? Do they capture the essence of their subjects? Are their shots what you want? All right. So if you want fun and whimsical and the photographer is more about gold Baroque chairs in the middle of a field or in their studio and you want outside natural and they're shooting everything inside with backdrops, there's a disconnect there. So I want to make sure that your the photographer knows what you want. Same thing for yourself. If you want a mountain stream photo, where's that mountain stream going to be? I mean, the day of the photo is not when you're going to go hiking through the woods trying to find said stream. Look at Pinterest. Look at other photos online. Google it. See, get an idea of what it is that you want. And then don't be disappointed if you can't perfectly recreate it. That's not the point. So the point is some incredible family pictures. And I can tell you that you can absolutely pull it off by yourself. So that brings me to the next technical point, And that is 
well, when do we do it? I know what I want. I've got my outfits, but when do I do it? There are three times that are great for taking photos. One is in the morning because the sun's not up. It's not really bright. People aren't squinting to be seen. And that's a great time with kids because they're up. They're not tired. It's a great way to go. Caution there, though, is that if you're up early morning or in the morning time, the dew can still be out. That's the problem with these cooler days and shorter days and cooler mornings is that the ground can actually be wet. So you kind of have to wait long enough that the dew is not a problem and not an issue. Another time that is great is any overcast day. An overcast day, nobody's squinting. It gives you a little cover. You can work with the, in the editing section with adding saturation and, and filters so you can compensate for the lack of brightness. But a gray day is actually a great day. That's how we used to say it. And then the best, most optimal time is that hour or so before sunset that photographers refer to as the golden hour. It's the golden hour because everything is more golden. The sun is a little softer. It's coming through the trees and the at great angles, and it's just a wonderful time of day. But here's my caution for that. If you're shooting for that one hour before sunset, and you can ask Siri or you can Google to find out when a sunset today in my town, is that you need to back it up an hour and a half, two hours before sunset so that you get time to get there, get everybody, get your shots framed, and you can actually begin shooting. So it's better to take a few practice shots or a lot of practice shots before you actually are trying to get the real thing. So that is my tips for what time should we go do this? When should we go? Now, my most favorite is, oh my gosh, well, where do I go? Where? Well, you can go anywhere for fall photos and they're going to be fabulous. You can do so many things. Now there's the standard, the apple picking, the pumpkin patch, those are great ideas. So let's add in a few extras. If you take a hike, you go to your local arboretum and you get off the beaten path. So you go down through the, the woods just a little bit and you get a great f picture there. And if you happen to live in an area that has either very slow traffic roads or abandoned roads or a, or a dirt road, great, great, great photo options. Now, Double bonus and triple bonus is if you're in an area where the road is curvy and mountainous and the leaves and the trees actually come over and they form an arch, those pictures are so beautiful. I mentioned the stream before. Streams and waterfalls are pristine spots. How about a hayride and you capture your child on the hay bale and you cut everybody else out of the frame? A corn maze from Inside the corn maze, you lay on the ground and shoot up. That's kind of fun. And here's one that's a little different. What about a vineyard? Vineyards are great because A, the grape leaves are huge. So you can use do a variety of things like cut shapes out of the leaves and then hold that leaf up and shoot through the shape. So let's say that you have a leaf and then you make a heart in the middle and you shoot through and you capture your kids on the other side. Super sweet idea, or a circle or a diamond, a pumpkin shape even. Vineyards are great. Or here's an idea, what if you stage a picnic? Take a white cloth as your base, that's where you're gonna put the kids on top, and then add a plaid blanket, maybe some books or pumpkins, a basket with apples, or make the full picnic up, have the have the towel, the tea towel coming out of the basket, add your French bread. You can make that as elaborate as you want, but truly a white sheet with kids and pumpkins on the corners, great shot. Don't forget their fall sports. 
the sidelines of the football field, the drama that happens on the sideline, getting dressed and ready to go, zeroing in on the cleats for soccer or the shin guards or the score, the goal, holding their ball of choice and taking a photo that way. There's a lot of everyday activities where you can capture the play and you can incorporate the play and you do not have to force your smiles. And I'm going to throw that in there as my last tip, but don't make them say cheese. You can do so many things with pumpkins. You can carve pumpkins. You can dig the guts out of pumpkins. You can have pumpkins be stacked upon one another. You can have them be the top pumpkin, their head be the top pumpkin in a stack. So lots of ways to do that. If you have a railroad or maybe you have a park in your area like we do that has some railroad tracks that are cut out with an old rail car and you can lean up against the car or climb up on the balcony and lean over the rails. Lots of great ways to incorporate that. Now for your props, oh my goodness, I already said pumpkins in a multitude of ways. Leaves, leaves are great. You can crunch the leaves up and then have your kids blow it like confetti at you, like they're blowing a kiss. They can blow the leaves out. They can crumple up those leaves and throw them over their head like a confetti bomb. Do those at the end so you don't have all the little pieces of leaves if you've got lots more pictures to take. But throw the leaves up in the air. Create a leaf pile. Let them jump in the leaves. Again, that would be a later shot. Let them pop their heads up out of the leaf pile. You can cover them up. So there are lots and lots and lots of great ideas and ways to make sure that you have some wonderful, wonderful family photos without breaking the bank, without forcing it, and without making it seem so terrible. That is my last tip for you, is there is no need to force a smile. Don't make the kids say cheese. You find the fun. And when you find the fun and incorporate play, then you're going to have the natural fun, real smiles. When you take pictures with the golden hour and you can catch that glint in their eyes, those make the best photos. Go for natural. Capture the point. Be present in the day and enjoy the fun. And I would say also capture the awkward. If you've got teenagers, let them do serious pictures. If they're pouting, if they're sulking, capture the photo. If you've got kids and they're just being silly and they're frustrating you to no end, capture the photo. If they're sticking out their tongue, take the photo. If they've got a skin on their nose, don't wait for that to heal take the photo. These are precious snapshots of a time in life. Get the photo. And I know if you are pulling your hair out, just thinking about fall photos or family photos, and it stresses you beyond belief, don't. Just enjoy the moment. And I will not say these are the best times of your life, because I know you may not be in that moment and may not be feeling that. But these minutes really do pass quickly. So take the pictures, enjoy the moment, and then share them with others. Create a calendar, make a photo book, make great stellar Christmas cards. Whatever you do with them, enjoy the moment, take the photos, and then be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care, my Katie Bugs. And until next time, this is Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, 
Go be a blessing to others, because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.